Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Snow in Southtown. Um, you're listening to a bonus episode. We do still have our first episode of the season coming out very soon. Uh, we're going to talk about Anna and the Apocalypse, but uh, we've been doing some bonus episodes over on the Patreon. If you're not a subscriber, uh, there are some bonus episodes over there. And tonight I'm sitting down with a really special guest, one of my favorite songwriters, Jeff Whalen of the band The Brother Steve, and he was in the band Czar back in the early 2000s. Um, and so Jeff, uh, we're sitting down, we're talking about his top five Christmas songs. And so what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and release this as just like, uh, an episode for everybody, even though it's going to be like a bonus Patreon episode, we're just putting it on the main feed as well, just to kind of give you guys a listen to what we're doing with some of the bonus episodes. This is just one of the kind of things that we're doing, but I thought that this was probably going to be a fun conversation and uh, maybe everybody would want to hear it. So uh, we're going to put this up for everybody. Check it out. If you like sort of the extra content that you think you might find, come over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash snowinsouthtown, and see what's over there. Uh, there are already eight other bonus episodes, plus some music that Rusty and I have been creating. So again, this is Jeff Whalen. He's going to be talking about his top five Christmas songs. We're going to talk about some other stuff along the way. Uh, and again, we'll be back pretty soon with our first episode of season four, where we discuss Anna and the Apocalypse and uh, lots more fun stuff planned for the holiday season. I gotta tell you about the way I feel Christmas comes at just once a year And I wanna know, yeah I wanna know cause it's Christmas time So come on, let's go And I'm so glad to plan about your mother So let's just start with a quick rundown of <coughs> your, your band bands, like history, where listeners may have heard you obviously Sar and the brother Steve are sort of the bookends for me, but if it goes back further than that, or you know, Not anything really. in the middle, yeah. yeah. Okay, so did you want me to say that? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So my name is Jeff Whalen. Um, uh, I, I am in, but also was in a band called Czar, spelled T S A R. Um, we had a couple records, and I am in a band called the Brother Steve, and we've had a couple albums. And then I am in a band called The Monster Squad, which is hopefully going to be coming out in the next six to nine months or so. Um, and it's a project that I'm very excited about. And, um, and I can't wait for the world uh, to receive it. <laughs> awesome. So uh, obviously inspired by the movie, the name, right? No, it, not inspired oh. by the movie at all. Okay. In spite of the movie. In spite of the movie. In, du- in, direct, in direct competition with the movie. No. So, um, so the album's not called Wolfman's Got Narts? No, it's not. It's I'm not sure what the album's going to be called, but we are... Um, it's like a concept band, I guess you could call it, but it's uh, we're classic movie monsters. Um, and oh, we... Uh, yeah, we, I got, I'm the mummy, you know, Dan from Czar. He's our drummer. He's, he's the wolf man. Um, Dylan from the brother Steven, also from his own band called Shapes of Race Cars. He's uh, he's Dracula. And then our friend John Ojaka, who is a solo guy. Uh, he's Frankenstein. And we play like 60s bubblegum pop in the style like the Archies or the Monkees or something. And it's all like, it's kind of like a TV show where like a 60s sitcom, like the monkeys kind of where we live in LA and Hollywood and we're trying to make it as a band and it's the mummy and the, you know, Frankenstein and everything. 
and uh, and our album is uh, you know ten songs of of I, I think I think people will really like it because um, I do and I'm really excited about it. I can't wait. That sounds amazing. We love cool. uh, concept stuff. We have a we have a whole separate project called Ralphie's Red Riders, and it's all about Christmas story. And so we do a ton of. We also do a ton of Halloween and Christmas stuff. So I can't wait for that. That's going to be amazing. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so we started uh, uh, in the opening of the show. When we, before we came in, I was playing the Brother Steve Christmas song. I love the Christmas time. Uh, <laughs> great song. Uh, I played that on my radio show that I used to do here in Nashville. Cool. Um, what other Christmas songs do you have available? Is there anything else out there? I don't think Czar had any, right? No, Czar never did. Yeah. We were going to do, we had one maybe if, if, you know, it seemed like the public wanted it. Uh, we were gonna do um, uh, like a version of Silver Shifter, one of our songs, as a Silver Christmas, and we had that kind of ready to go. Uh, no one at the label uh, requested us to do that, oh, uh, so wow. we did not. We did not do that. Um, the brother Steve, though, um, the uh, the other side of the "I Love the Christmas Time" single is. Um, a song called Listen Up, It's Christmas Time. Um, and that's us, uh, written and sung by our um, guitar player, Dylan, and uh, who's Dracula in the Monsters. Right. Um, right. And uh, it's a Christmas classic, I would say. Cool. I'll put that on at the end as well. So cool. awesome. Um, so we discussed on our, we just posted a bonus episode a couple days ago, uh, November 1st. And we discussed this debate that sort of happens every year around this time where like, Oh, when do these radio stations switch over to all Christmas, right? And so what what would be your preference? Do you listen to these radio stations? Uh, do you think it should be Black Friday, like most people think? Or, you know, when would you like to hear it? Well, you know, it's like, I mean, Christmas music is like, you know, it's the Beatles of music. It's, right. uh, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> it's like, it's like, no matter what, it defies gravity, it defies physics, in that, like, I, I, I love it. And I should be, as much as I've heard it, I should be tired of it by now, but I am not. <laughs> and there's that enforced, like with the Beatles, you know, you kind of, you're left to your own devices with it. And you can listen to early stuff or older stuff or not at all. If you're, you know, if you don't want to, they don't make it do it, but it's always there for you. Whereas like Christmas music, they, there's a shame, the shame involved, shame involved in listening to it off season. Right. Um, and, you know, I there are times during the summer or during the spring where I just uh, I'm feeling Christmassy and I want that feeling. I want it. I want it bigger. I want it. You know, I want it in the house in a in a, in a musical way. Right. And um, and that could last an afternoon or a day. Rarely does it last more than just kind of the same amount of time that you might be interested in. Billy Idol's Rebel Yell album, just like you know, just once or sure. twice, right? And you're like, God, I love this album, but you don't like listen to it like all week, you know. Sure. Um, so it's, I would say that the it's a it's a glorious moment, Halloween night at twelve oh one or whatever, when you see that first Halloween commercial, or you see, I mean, the Christmas commercial 
after all the Halloween commercials, when you hear that first sincere Christmas song, and it always feels like a Christmas miracle. So I would say right after Halloween at the latest. There we the go. Latest. So so yeah. on Snow and Southdown, it's me and Rusty, your team, Mike. Rusty's always like pushing it back. He likes it, but he's like, the debate that we had the other day was like, is the true fan the one who wants it early? Or is the true fan the one who has the discipline to wait out and then really put all your passion and energy into it for like one month, you know? So it was a good debate. You know? I, yeah. It's a great question. It's a great, <laughs> and I, I wouldn't say that there is one that's morally superior or like right. uh, artistically superior. Um, but for my needs as a person, as a human being, uh, Christmas music fulfills a need that I have. Um, and and it's, al it's always welcome to, to take over the season in in my uh in my in my life that's great and i should i should say i did not know this about jeff um so you know <laughs> no. i didn't bring him on as a ringer i am surprised i'm pleasantly surprised mm -hmm. um what were some uh christmas records you heard a lot growing up like what, what can think about uh you know probably the one i remember most was the supremes christmas record and my mom had it on vinyl and my mom wasn't always the most uh, tidy person, and I remember one year when it stayed on the on the piano, on the like music, the, where the, you put the music for the piano. It stayed on there all the all year round. Uh, <laughs> that was the holding spot for that record. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a good record. It doesn't have that same. It doesn't carry the same kind of gravitas that the Phil Spector album does. But um, but for me, it really reminds me of of. Of, Christ, of the Christmases of my youth. Um, beyond that, we didn't really have, a, a lot of it was kind of like choir stuff. We didn't have a lot of rock and roll. I was, you know, raised a uh, born again Christian for, you know, and so everything was for, uh, was for his pleasure, like, right. like Jesus is. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but, were there any of those kind of records? Like that? that yeah, but see, but those, those are sad and depressing. Those like all the songs that like, Christmas songs that talk about, like literally talk about Jesus, um, most of them, let's say. Yeah. Uh, like I'm not talking maybe like Jim Neighbors version of Go Tell It on the Mountain, but <laughs> right. like the the <laughs> most of them are like Away in the Manger, Little Town of Bethlehem, or whatever, and they're just kind of dreary and uh, they're not a lot of fun. It's like right. it's like let's be sad about Christmas and baby Jesus and stuff. Um, <laughs> And so, like, you know, I got a lot of that, uh, but still somehow, I don't know how how we listen to your, you know, your your sleigh rides or the song, the songs that are the Christmas traditions. I wish I could say that we had Andy Williams Christmas album, which is an amazing Christmas album. That cat, whatever you think about his other work, he's amazing on that record. He <laughs> his like. Uh, his happy holidays, uh, uh, the, the, you know, um, it's the holiday season. It's the holiday season. Medley is, 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 is Christmas to me. I feel um, like some of the lyrics are first draft though. I feel like when he goes like whoop de doo and dickery dock, I, I feel like. And don't forget somebody should have updated up your sock. <laughs> right, right. just exactly at 12 o'clock. He'll be coming down the chimney down. It's got keychain. It's great. Yeah, it's God, that song's great. And that cat can blow. Yeah. He is Chris. He's like, he's like, let's say, establishment Christmas to me, right? Okay. He's like, when you see Bowie and 
was Bing Crosby Bing, doing right, like right. <laughs> doing little drummer boy or whatever. Like I feel like and, and nothing against Bing, but I feel like that should be Andy Williams. I feel like 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 those are because like Bing's great and like I'm not I'm not saying anything about White Christmas. I'm not saying a damn thing about it. But it's it's like I don't associate Bing as a as a person with Christmas as much as I do Andy Williams. Andy Williams, all right. And and so I'm 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 betting big on Andy Williams. Yeah, I can saying. see that. And I I love Bing. Um, you know, sure. so that's good. So now I think people know that you're not a ringer. I just bring you on to back me and everything because I, I tend to sort of make fun of Andy Williams. So I appreciate him. And he had a lot of shows on, like, you know, Bing was known for having the radio shows and the TV shows. Andy Williams had like that show. It went a while. He, you know, he was big. You mean like the Andy Williams show? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't like that show. And uh, he was married to some lady. What was that lady? She was like a French lady. And I don't she, know. Yeah, I don't know who. Yeah, she like. she was like a singer who couldn't sing, but she had a French <laughs> accent, so it was cute. Right. And then she went off with that guy, and she was on a lot of cocaine, and she shot that skier. Or do you remember that? You know what I'm talking about? I, 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 I mean, I, I forgot. Do an episode talking. on that. Okay, do an episode yeah, on that. Dig into that. <laughs> um, I was going to ask. No, you a and he's terrible. And and I'm an Osmonds fan, and and they, they debuted on his show, and. Uh, and he has them do horrible things. He's not a great man. And I, I don't like him generally. I'm just saying the Andy Williams Christmas album is Christmas on some establishment fundamental level that uh, that is important, I feel. There's a special that we're going to track down. I, I don't remember seeing it. Maybe you know it, but it's like early 80s. It's Andy Williams and the NBC Kids. Do you know about this? I don't I don't know it. No. Oh, yeah. It's like Cosby Kids. It's like Punky Brewster, maybe. It's like kids from the 80s shows and him. And uh, I, I, we're going to track it down. We're going to do it. We're going to do an episode on it. Is One it a Christmas show? Days. Yeah, it's a Christmas special. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it seems pretty inspiring. Um, I was going to ask you a question about shows, uh, mm -hmm. Christmas related. But before I do, and this is a story. I don't think I've told you this. And I probably told Steve, but I figure I might as well talk about it here real quick. But so we first saw you guys at House of Blues in New Orleans in 2001. Have I told you this already? Yes. Okay, yeah. And so um, it was it was a show for like the radio station, like 104.5. So the ticket was like a dollar four or a dollar five or something. It was amazing. And, uh, and we got all of that. What's yeah, that? <laughs> we uh, got you, all you of that. You got the whole dollar. <laughs> um, and like we, we saw a lot of bands there. Like that was the place to go. We saw all our favorite bands, Ben Fold, Super Drag, all, that whole, you know, late 90s into that era. We saw a lot of bands there. But your show, like we had just started our band. Um, the Robinsons and, and you guys just your energy, your band's energy. It was really like inspired us. And we we're like, all right, like we should, you know, we should be playing House of Blues one day. That should be our goal. And it was just like really cool to see you guys and, and that energy that you guys put out. And, and it, luckily, like within the next year, we got to play on that stage twice. And but I just want you to know that like you inspired us. This is what 21 years ago. Uh, That's amazing. Yeah, yeah no, thank was, you. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, but so speaking of shows uh, with Czar or any other band, did you guys get to play like any of the like radio station holiday fest or do you have any cool Christmas shows that you played? Nah, nah, nobody, nobody, nobody asked us to do that stuff. Like some kind of like K-Rock acoustic yeah, Christmas yeah, like, or something. Yeah, some, no, yeah. no, never. Uh -uh. Yeah. I no, remember we just got to do, like <laughs> probably that year that we saw you, like, we got to do the, uh, the Virgin Megastore Christmas party. I like, guess not like a big show, but like that was, it was in the French Quarter in New Orleans. And, yeah, that sounds was, awesome. Yeah, I, no, they didn't awesome. even invite us to, to do anything. I don't remember any Christmas, anything. 
right so so no like christmas sets you guys didn't do like holiday sets or anything nah nah it was was silver shifter live did you ever do that or it was just a concert the the silver christmas no no it was it was uh that this was just purely like if that was going to happen like we were going to have to like you know lie about what we were doing in the studio and stuff i mean there was no interest but you know there wasn't a lot of interest in what we were doing generally (laughs) well and things were different i mean now with all the digital comps like everybody you can jump on comps all the time yeah yeah christmas songs yeah you can always do it um yeah no and i it look and i've i've wanted to do a christmas album i wanted to do a czar christmas album i've wanted to do a uh brother steve christmas album um and it's it's really weird though because the the people say you know like because I get really into it. I mean, we talk about when it starts, but like in early December or something, I'm like full on into Christmas music and totally want to do it. And and then I and it seems like people get excited about it. But then if you don't record right then, then you don't have that same kind of uh, momentum on it going into like February and March and stuff. So my new plan is to like plan it out that we're going to record it at Christmas time for a release. And save it the, for the next year, right? The next year. Yeah. yeah Cause these, idea. the years go by so fast now. It's hardly, it's hardly worth either. mentioning. <laughs> In fact, you know, we had the concept for Ralphie's red riders and, um, and just with the pandemic, uh, we we're all just home. And so we just did it in June. We just spent like the month of June doing this album. So I was watching a Christmas story, writing these songs and, and put it all together. And we just held on to it. I think it released on November 1st. But so that was that's the first time in a while that we held on to an album for a while. But that, that's awesome. Otherwise, that's yeah, cool. otherwise, it would have been probably November when we recorded. Yeah. Because you, you hear about like all these Christmas classics being written and recorded in the middle of summer in L.A. Right. It's hot like dean martin's like season greetings or whatever that one's called um his first one not the one where he's super drunk the old the one where he's just pretty drunk right um <laughs> that one on the back it talks about him like on the golf course and at the beach uh, it's not christmas time at all right you know so uh oh you hear about like the christmas song the christmas song right? chestnuts Chest- roasting yeah. on open fire whatever <laughs> everything being written in the middle of some heat wave in LA um and you have to yeah but like I don't I don't know if that I could convincingly uh on command say be Christmassy in the middle of summer I can do it later right Um, right. yeah it's almost like acting I mean you have to like put on that costume or something you know Uh, and that's what we do all day every day man so (laughs) why not throw a Christmas vibe into it right uh, so tonight we're discussing your top five Christmas songs. Uh, well, <laughs> top five Christmas songs right now, right, I guess. Uh, but first, do you have a favorite Christmas movie? If you just had to throw one up, or or is it more about music? Um, I don't have a favorite Christmas movie. I would, you know, I mean, I like so many of them. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, Santa Paws two. Uh, the search for Santa Paws. <laughs> Better than the first one, right? It, it beats. The oh, first. it's I, it's it's not a question. It's the only one, and it's it's three. Don't even bother. <laughs> three, but two, terrible. if you've if you've seen it, you know the one I'm talking about. I don't think I've seen it. It's it's like a Disney movie from yeah, 2000. No, I know, yeah, I know the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. But I don't think I've watched it. Yeah. And it's uh, it's it's intense, man. Um, it's got this this girl and she's like 
seven or something, and her name is Quinn, and she talks like this the whole movie. <laughs> and, and she's like, and like <clears throat> they go like, Quinn, where are your parents? She's like, she's an orphan. She's like, they didn't make it, you know. And they go, wow. oh. So she's at an orphanage, and like Santa's dog, which is named Santa Paws, he gets he goes to New York with Santa Claus, and they get separated. And Santa gets uh, he gets amnesia because he gets hit by a cab, and he has amnesia. Right. And uh, and the the Christmas crystal, which powers everything, uh, this like bad guy gets it and stuff. And you know, hijinks ensue. And um, it's my new. It's the one that I watch. Uh, more than any other now but there's like there's such deep you know contradictory levels of irony spinning around in my very sincere enjoyment of that movie oh I like several of the songs on this list well, yeah no i can't wait okay so let's jump in uh what we're gonna do is we're gonna play them so like so let's talk about your first one and then we'll play it and we'll come back so uh won't you tell us about the first song here i have a wizard i wish it could be christmas every day Want me to talk about it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, when I was in high school, there was not uh, this thing called YouTube. And I, I don't want to date myself, although uh, I am my type, I guess. And I could date myself, but, um, but I won't in this case. But they didn't have YouTube. And if you wanted to know about glam bands or glitter bands from the early 70s, mid 70s, good luck. There wasn't any resources that I knew of beyond like somebody talking about T like T-Rex was like very obscure. And like, so even getting like a T-Rex record was hard. And at the local, there was a, there was a chain of record stores in Southern California called Music Plus. And I don't know if you know that one. Did they have that out there? No, no, I don't know that one. Okay, Music Plus. Okay. And one of the plus things they had was like video stores. This was back when record store might have like a, a video rental section. Right. And so they had these videos there and they had some of them were 49 cents uh, per day, which was a great deal at the time. And one of them was this video that just said glam rock on it. And uh, it's a VHS and it had um, the suite and it had T-Rex and it had um, Gary Glitter. Those were like the three things. It was all taken from, and I didn't know this, but it was all taken from early seventies uh, top of the pops episodes yeah. and, yeah. and had no Bowie. Um, and, and it, it had only these things, but it had, uh, and that was my experience of what I thought glam rock was, and it was not that far off, but, um, but one of the bands they had on there was this band called wizard and that's wizard with two Z's. And I didn't know this, but he had been in a band with Jeff Lynn from ELO in a band called the move. And I only learned that kind of stuff later because this was just a, I'm in high school. Here's a VHS. And this guy has a beard which totally conflicted with my idea of glam music this is like beard glam is not a thing that i know much about not something that i care to know all that much about um but so he had this song and and it was called i wish it could be christmas every day and it just was freaky because the video was so freaky which was the top of the pops performance with children that shouldn't be there and the whole thing is creepy and doesn't make you feel good at all. So I never considered the song. But years later, I had a Christmas compilation LP that I got from I don't know where. It was mostly 
English stuff. And it was mostly like mud and do they know it's Christmas? And, uh, you know, uh, 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 various other ones, uh, wham, very, it's all like an, it's an English Christmas. And so I had this song by wizard. I wish it could be Christmas every day. And I didn't realize what a song it was until the video was not part of it. Right. And I looked on the internet today or yesterday, whatever it was, and it had like 17 million views, the, the Rhino records version of the video and very few, uh, views of the one that's just the song, like a 2006 remaster or whatever. Right. But the song, it starts with this really cynical cash register sound. That's right. And which I think is really super cynical for 1973 or whatever it is. Yeah. And and it also it has a darkness about Christmas that is is weird. It feels like a little uh, um. Like the with the the starts up with the snowman brings the snow, and and he wants you to know or he should know that if that's put a smile upon uh, somebody's face that that the snowman has brought the snow. And I always think about like sometimes when you're backstage with some band that's being funny and they're saying they're acting like they have to have cocaine before they go on, and they're acting like they're like Aerosmith from '78 or something, going like no snow no show you know like that and and i i've often thought that in this song with these people that the snowman bringing the snow is a cocaine thing and the rest of the song in an equally debauched rock and roll kind of thing it there's nothing really starting with the cash register thing all the way through there's nothing really uh decent or christmas or family about it and it's too much in the video but in the song it's a really good song. It's got like a Phil Spector Christmas album vibe to yes. it. It's got a progressive thing to it. Uh, and um, and I I love this song. I uh, So I'd heard it. I'd heard this one. Some on your list I hadn't even heard. I'd heard this one. Um, but so this time, yeah, I just like listened to it to kind of think about what you might talk about. And yeah, I wrote down, I wrote, this is huge. It's like a Spectre track, but I also wrote that's like, it seems like something Brian Wilson would have done in that 70s phase when he was like in that rock and roll phase where everything uh -huh. he had to do was like classic rock, like 15 big ones and all of that. And then I found out that some of these guys guested on It's Okay. Did oh. you? I had no idea. Oh. It's Okay is one of my favorite songs. Uh, and so I had no idea. Oh, this thing. I called. don't know. I don't know anything about Wizard. I, I got their greatest hits. Um, I wondered if he should have stayed in, in ELO. Maybe that would have been good, but there's only room for one guy with a beard true. in any band. <laughs> and you'll notice that the Beatles, if you look at any pictures, a friend of mine pointed this out to me, that there's never a time when Paul and John both have beards. Right. Uh, you can look it up. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah. So here we go. This is Wizard. I wish it could be Christmas every day.
Christmas bells are ringing. The holly's at the window pane. I hear the children sing. It's Christmas again. The fireplace is glowing. The stockings on the Christmas tree. Then suddenly it's snowing. That's Christmas to me. Chimes ring in the steeple. Music fills the air. Crowds of smiling people greet you everywhere. When I wake at seven, I see you and the angels sing. You are my gift of heaven. When Christmas bells ring, the Christmas bells ring. The holly's at the window pane. I hear the children sing. It's Christmas again. The fireplace is glowing. The stockings on the Christmas tree. Then suddenly it's snowing. That's Christmas to me. Chimes ring in the steeple. Music fills the air. Crowds of smiling people greet you everywhere. When I wake at seven, I see you and the angels sing. You are my gift of heaven. When Christmas bells ring. So that was Patty Page, Christmas Bells, uh, Jeff's second song. Is this 1951? I think that's what I, I don't like. know. Something like that. Okay. All right. So tell us about Patty Page. Um, I know nothing about Patty Page. Uh, I assume she sings like that. The, the <laughs> thing about that, that was on like a double record, uh, like Time Life, the Christmas collection I got at a thrift store. Um and there are two versions so i'm hoping that we that the one that we just listened to is the one with the kids singing yes yeah, okay. i love that yeah okay so that's a great example because the kids are 100 responsible for why that song is on this list it's pretty amazing yeah it's it's like that's the sincerity of christmas she's got zero christmas sincerity they have <laughs> all of it and a friend of mine told me once that he heard david Byrne say that like people who can't sing are like the the better singer you are the less believable the things you're saying are so like with the idea that like say celine dion or something whatever she says something you don't believe anything she's saying but like lou reed or somebody then yeah. you go oh this guy's saying real things right so with her singing this and like when the kids get into like 
because they are out of tune a little bit and they're singing, they're rehearsed though. Right. And like when it gets into the ooh, ooh, it breaks your heart in this Christmas wonderful way that like that's the magic of Christmas and that's why the song's on this. It reminds me of like the Charlie Brown you know kids it's like there's no auto tune it's like this is a real children's choir and i don't know if this was in the patty page song but like the charlie brown it's like this is a real children's choir they're rehearsed like you said what you get is what you get and uh yeah i like it it's uh I, I, my thing is i'm listening to i'm like imagine this recording session you know and, and i'm pretty sure it's 1951 like these kids are piled in a studio you know and, and whatever yeah. music's going on it's going on and they're there and i hope they're behaving i don't know you know it's like oh it's, these kids are angels yeah, it's probably wild. Like these, these these kids are angels and they deserve Christmas. Like, I don't know what happened to them in the rest of their lives. They probably went to Vietnam and were <laughs> killed. They probably like some of them became awful people, cannibals, some of them. And oh, uh, and yet for that moment, for that Christmas moment, uh, that was that's what Santa wants is 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 what they're giving to you and it's and it's their soul it's their christmas emotions and the christmas soul a kid can give that in a way that a professional like patty page just simply cannot pretty good um okay up next we're gonna play a song by debbie reynolds debbie reynolds and donald o'connor yes this everybody's is, favorite team yeah everybody this is chrissy the christmas mouse yeah all right so tell, tell us when i when I finalized my list to send to you, I said to my girlfriend, I listed them out, and uh, and I said the one I'm going to have the hardest time uh, explaining. She goes, "Is Chrissy the Christmas?" Concert? And I'm like, "Is Chrissy the Christmas?" <laughs> because this song was on a CD I had uh, and still have. That was a. Um, it was I think every not every but like uh, oldie stations in big markets put out a Christmas series and it right. would say like in LA, it would say K Earth 101, like Christmas classics. It's like five discs. And it has like, it has absolute every classic Christmas song on there on, on all the Nat King Cole, you know, all the right. real versions of the real classics. And then it has some that you've never heard of. Right. And, uh, and this was one of those. And it was so insipid and so awful <laughs> that I would sing it to be irritated to, <laughs> to people around me. And uh, because it's like, it, but then like slowly the way these things do, I slowly kind of forgot that. And, and it kind of became like a Christmas classic to me. Um, be, and, Cause you think about it a lot and I'm sure you've heard it now oh, yeah. once. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, and I don't know if you're a Debbie Reynolds fan generally. Eh, um, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. She's she's like, you know, she's uh uh um Carrie Fisher's mother, right? right and right, she was married right. to, to Bobby Fisher, the, the, the chess player. <laughs> he was, she wasn't. Okay, but um but her autobiographies I highly recommend. She's really funny. She's she's way more interesting than you'd think Debbie Fisher would be. Okay. So in this song, and maybe you've talked about this in the past, but like there's like like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is a that's a problematic track. That's a problematic uh special in that we see like him being treated poorly 
Oh, yeah. Even by Santa. Even by Santa. Yeah. Um, and then when they find out that he's useful to them, then just purely based on how he can help them, then they accept him. Right. So this is like an overcorrection of that, where Chrissy gets special treatment for no reason at all. <laughs> um, and they 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 put it in the context of Rudolph. Like you know, you've heard about Rudolph in the little intro. You know about these. And then they say that she has a big red nose, but but they, they treat her like she's stupid. They treat her like really uh, like uh, like worthless. And they're being very, um, what's the word I'm thinking? The condescending about <laughs> about her. And uh, and frankly, you know, she does. She's not really deserving of anything. It's 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 something to think about in terms of the message that it was trying to send. Or whatever. My girlfriend said that I should compare it to the bell that couldn't jingle from oh. the uh, Herb Alpert Christmas record. It's a Burt Bacharach Hal David right. joint. Um, <laughs> but uh, and and I can see she thought that would give what I was saying some credibility. But uh, but I've chosen strictly to go with it's an awful song that I deeply love and it and and I've it's become a Christmas classic to me and I have a Chrissy the Christmas Pat shirt yes they have them wow and uh, I could not find it for the Zoom component of our discussion I meant to and I couldn't find it I feel like we need a list I'm sure someone's done it but I haven't come across like a list or a playlist or a mix of all the like unknown Christmas characters that we sing about because they're out there you know I mean you got Dominic the donkey is one of the more popular but they're out there so I feel like we need a mix of this maybe I can do a whole episode on it but we did I'm sure you're familiar like failed with... a failed like right two... yeah sure yeah like misfit sort of misfit characters I guess or yeah people you don't you don't really know but they're out there uh I'm sure you've heard of the American song poem Christmas album or you've with that at all no so it's like the what song poems it's like they would advertise in magazines and say hey become a star a hit songwriter and send us your, your poem and we'll turn it into a song there's a whole business and there's a great documentary about it well so no, there's a there's a christmas album where all the the christmas songs have been compiled and yeah it, I'll, I'll send you a link to the documentary and it's amazing this might have been a winner of one of those contests it, it could have uh, been right. the christmas mouse oh yeah. and, and like and there's a winner it's not a contest it's literally like oh. these people who would sit in a studio and take like I don't know, $200 from somebody in Omaha who wanted to be a hit songwriter and just crank out 80 songs in a day or so, like just like these people that would sit in the studio and do this. So they made a Christmas like album, which like a compilation of some of these done over the years. And we uh, reviewed that album on one of our shows. We, we featured that and then we tried it. So we're like, I wrote a poem and I sent it to Rusty, who who made it into a song and just kind of, we were just kind of goofing. And uh, but so the, the, the poem I wrote and was it was Cor the best song you ever wrote. <laughs> Probably no? it's called Corey, the <laughs> Christmas tree. And uh, we just we just thought that would be funny. It was like a singing Christmas tree. And, uh, yeah. So so this That's is right awesome. up my alley. This is uh, Chrissy, the Christmas mouse from, I think, 1992. And no, it's I think it. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I thought it was from early. I thought it was the 80s, but I you, forget what I say. It I could be. I know nothing about this. It, it could have been recorded earlier and then came out on there. Yeah, I don't know. So a friend of mine got had this on cassette when she was a girl. So I don't know if that tells you. I guess that's 92, right? I don't know. <laughs> right, of course. All right. Here we go. Chrissy, the Christmas bus. All of Santa's reindeer pull his sleigh 
And that's their claim to fame But in Santa's house There lives a little mouse And Chrissy is her name Oh Chrissy, the Christmas mouse Lives in the middle of Santa's house And all day long she would romp and play But you're out riding in your Christmas sleigh. Oh, Chrissy, the Christmas mouse, lives in the middle of Santa's house. And all day long she would romp and play and help Santa load his Christmas sleigh. Now every day she would beg and plead with Santa and his wife. Oh, Santa, Santa, Chrissy said, please let me ride upon your Christmas sled. And Santa said to Mrs. Claus, did Chrissy finish all her chores? She cleaned her room and made her bed. Please let her ride in your Christmas sled. Oh, Chrissy, the Christmas mouse lives in the middle of Santa's house.
So that was Ringo Starr, Come On Christmas, Christmas Come On, of course, after Christy, the Christmas Mouse uh, by Debbie Reynolds. But so, all right, so Ringo Starr, Come On Christmas, Christmas Come On. This is the opening track of his 1999 album, I Want to Be Santa Claus. So tell us about this one. Well, I did not, I had never heard of this album till several years ago. And if somebody tells you, hey, I got a 1999 Ringo Christmas album for you, you're going to think that is the most phoned in thing that I've ever heard about. And yet it's not. It's a really good record. Have you heard the record? I just listened. I was outside with my dog and uh, he wanted to chew on sticks. And I sat and I listened to the whole album just now, yeah. like an hour ago. Yeah. it's Isn't it way better than you'd think it would be? So it's like it's got some moments that are like your neighbor's like cover band, maybe. But then uh -huh. there were some like the originals. Uh, there was like the Christmas Eve. And then um, is it I want to be Santa Claus? There's another like yeah. really good original. And then that last song was kind of amazing. Uh, I was kind of like done by then and picking up outside. Sure. But then it yeah. blew me away. There's like strings and everything. And yeah, uh, yeah uh, uh, let there be peace or peace. So, yeah, that was good. Um, but that Calypso White Christmas, that kind of, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know about that one. No, I, it's just Ringo. You know, right. I oh, like yeah. it's my expectations were so. Yeah, my expectations exactly. were pretty low, yeah. and and I think and I think one of the reasons I included it is is because you know you often go to these parties and these people want want you to talk about the John Lennon Christmas song versus the Paul McCartney Christmas song, and you want to tell people they both are terrible, <laughs> like like, and I'm leaning Paul McCartney. You know, and and like that's no fun for anybody to have that discussion because they're both pretty bad. Like the the, the John one, it makes you just feel bad and it's boring and it's like, you know, and so this is Christmas. What have you done? It's like, oh, get out of here. <laughs> the other one is like, is like I'm going to play that, you know, I'm going to spend like three seconds writing a song. Uh, and but I'm Paul McCartney and that's right, also yeah. going to be weird and, and, and like. And that song, like, uh, I don't remember any of either of those songs from my youth at all. I don't remember them being in the rotation. I don't, you know, I was alive when the Paul song came out uh, and I don't remember hearing it. Right. Uh, I, 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 <clears throat> I don't remember that being part of the rotation until, you know, the last 15 years or, right. or something. Sure. Um, and I don't know if George did a Christmas song, but it's probably terrible if he did. <laughs> if he did, right. I don't know. Did he? One. Oh, okay. I, I don't know one. Yeah. Yeah. And and leave it to Ringo. 
to like do it like a better than you'd think. And and the guy who produced that record is uh, Mark Hudson. Do you know who that is? Well, yeah. So uh, I know he like wrote with Ringo, right? Yeah, he was in a band called the Hudson Brothers. Have you oh, ever heard of them? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like late seventies kind of stuff or mid seventies. Mid seventies. Like yeah. they, they had a show and everything. Yeah. Um, I have that and album. so yeah. and so this was during that period, uh, you know, when um, ninety nine, when I think Mark Hudson was working with O Town, or at okay. least there was an episode <laughs> of making the band with O Town where they went to England, and he like co wrote and produced one of their songs very Beatlesy. He was doing everything very Beatlesy. Right. Um and he he produced and wrote with Ringo during that period. And so yeah. uh um that was all I knew. I didn't realize he was from that band the Hudson Brothers. I, but it makes yeah. sense now, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um this song is like a again sort of like when when i say brian wilson had that rock and roll face this is just like what you would think of as like i want to record a christmas song that sounds like a rock and roll song but then it also has like maybe like overtly like this gary glitter you know yeah. hey song or rock and roll you know it's like it's there it's almost like i'm at a, a basketball game or something i'm getting pumped up about it christmas. goes for that you know, you know but he did have that he had that t-rex thing that yeah. you know back off boogaloo era where he's uh, he's credited with taking the the photo the cover of t-rex the slider oh yeah apparently that's not he didn't take the photo he's <laughs> credited really largely on the back of the photo um so ringo had this glam thing and and i you know i still i know you know how you know how like no one should know anything about anybody you know how that is just a basic truism i, I love like, it i love i love right before when i first got into music in the mid 90s like all these bands where i didn't know anything about them you know i loved it yeah, well, I, I mean, more like, like, I feel like, uh, you know, uh, like, I feel really bad listening to Michael Jackson now. I feel really oh, bad. Right. And yeah. I, I don't listen to Gary Glitter at all anymore. And, and like, it's not because and it's because he's such a terrible person. It's not it's and I just can't do it. And so I like his Christmas song. And I think under normal circumstances, if he wasn't a horrible pedophile, I would put his song on my list. Um, right. And uh, and so maybe I needed, I wanted like a, another glam element in yeah. the Christmas thing. So I went with Ringo and Wizard. Sure. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I kind of thought both of these had that same kind of feel, but but that was not unexpected on your list. You know, I was like, I was, yeah, mm. this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> this makes sense. So. Um, okay. Before we get to your fifth song, um, I should have asked before, is there anything else? Anything else that you, you talked about your new band, which I didn't know about. That's awesome. Anything else that, that we missed that you want to talk about? We cover everything. No, I mean, you know, I mean, thank you for that opportunity for sure. But I'm here to, to spread the word about Christmas. That's what I figured. Uh, let's say shout out to Steve for uh, hooking yeah. us up. Yeah. So uh, Steve. Hey, Colter, Steve. Great to you. Okay. <laughs> All right, so this is uh, this is a song. Um, so the Peppermint Candy Kids. This is Jeff's <laughs> fifth song in his top five. This song yeah. is called Superstar. Uh, it looks like '77. Is that? Does yeah, that, sound that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, this is an album, and I'll let you talk real quick. But uh, this is an album that I see in Nashville record stores all the time. Be careful. And, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, this looks interesting, but I've never dropped the dollar or three dollars mm -hmm. or whatever it would cost. And now. Mm -hmm. 
I, the next time I see it, of course I'm going to buy it because yeah. Jeff made me. It's great listen. record. Yeah, great okay. record. So tell but, us. About okay, so okay, but so beware though because there are two completely different versions of this album. Okay, with completely different songs with the same exact titles. Side right. A okay. and side Whoa. B have the exact same titles. It's as if like they had made one in like '73, had make it recorded at the Snoopy's Christmas is the uh -huh. name of the album. Yeah, Snoopy's and Christmas. Yeah, it's called Snoopy's Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then had had made like too many covers or something, and so they but had lost the tapes lost the <laughs> or something. So they recorded and didn't remember how any of the songs went. So they re re they wrote all new songs with the same titles. Same titles. This is true, and wow. so. And so the 77 one, far superior. Okay. Far, far, far superior. Okay. So wow. here's what this cover is. This this I bought sight unheard at the uh at a thrift store. And it's called Snoopy's Christmas. It's so weird. And it opens. Yeah, it is. Because like the first song is the um Snoopy versus the Red Baron Christmas. Oh, okay, song. so they do at least cover that. Okay. They 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 do that and they talk about Snoopy okay. in that song. Although you, you probably have noticed on the cover there's no Snoopy, no, the yeah. dog from Peanuts. All right. I always thought that was weird that that was the name of the album. That is weird, right? Yeah. And so the rest of the album, the 77 version, is um is these fake they they're these fake uh peanuts characters like Groder and like <laughs> and like whenever they're talking about Snoopy they talk about Sloopy like like hey Groder did you see Sloopy it's like that and they go through these Christmas songs all of them great all of them fantastic and uh I've I've you know I've I've been rooting for this album for some time uh it ends and it has like a loose plot that doesn't make any sense somebody stole a mistletoe and 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 santa claus for president and it's amazing yeah and and last song last before it it, it reprises its its uh its earlier musical themes it has a superstar which is the song we're going to hear which is a barely a christmas song look it says right here it says <laughs> it's almost not a christmas song i know that's right <laughs> it, it mentions holiday music like twice and right. uh yeah. but it's about this dog sloopy one imagines he's the dog howling throughout the song <laughs> about being so good that he's a superstar and everybody wants to sign him up from the beatles to the boston pops the boston pops because everyone knows in music, 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 man, he's tops. But he don't want to. Uh, uh, he don't want to sing with any big name band and travel around every which way. He just wants to have free concerts in his own backyard his and backyard. have a happy holiday. Right. <laughs> That's it. And uh, it's it's an amazing song. And I wish, and I know this isn't possible, but I'd like to live. Like I'd like to, like my reality to be in this song. Uh, because it has all of the things that I want out of life in it. The uh, the giving free concerts in the backyard and loving Christmas parties, right? It's like this guy could be like my best friend. I mean, like this is this is what I want. Sloopy, you know, like, talk yeah. to Groder about it, because because Sloopy, you know, no. he he, he <laughs> no, stole I'm... the mistletoe because they, he wanted to try this. There was a new Pekingese down down the street, and that's why he stole the mistletoe. Oh, yeah, and like yeah, any fun. heroin addict. He like steals the mistletoe and then helps everybody look for it. <laughs> classic, 
you know, with the heroin addict, it's your wallet, right? But like in this, it, like, but Sloopy's getting away with murder. This whole album is amazing. I highly recommend it. And and if you have to buy one, two, three, four copies of the seventies one, because there's that's the early seventies one, because there's no there's no way to tell which album you have uh, going into. One even has a home. flap. And another one doesn't have a flap. Uh, I've bought several of these in case the one that I, the first one I got, you know, broke down. Also, there's another Christmas album by the Peppermint Candy Kids. And I did wait until it was November, until it was Christmas time, even though I bought it in the summer. And that album's terrible. <laughs> so this is the one, it's one of the my favorite Christmas albums of all time. Now on the, it's, so it's it, on the cover, it's a Snoopy, right? Like the Peanuts dog, right? It says Snoopy's Christmas. They're calling him Sloopy on the album. On the first song, the Red Baron Christmas Bell song, that they call him Snoopy. The rest of the album doesn't have anything to do with that. And it's about these, they're talking about Sloopy every three seconds. Sloopy this, Sloopy that. And okay, is it the Peter Pan label? Like, is that, I have like, it's on Peter Pan. Yeah, okay. So that makes sense. And then uh, my other note is that it sounds basically like the schoolhouse rock stuff. Right, but maybe like if the Archies were writing the Schoolhouse Rock songs, right? I mean, that's this song at least. Uh, oh, it's 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 great. It's got that that terrible like envelope filter guitar solo running throughout. It's got a dog yes. howling, yeah, throughout. Uh, it's it's not a song like like, and yet it's so familiar. It, it feels oh, yeah. like you've you've heard it your whole life. not this song in particular, but like you've heard this, right? And do you think it's ripping off Shooting Star at all? The Bad Company song. I mean. It's kind of got that, you know, going to be a star. You know, I, don't know. I never thought that. I, I've always taken this uh, this song as as, as being a, a, a sui generis, but I uh, I don't know why I said that. But it's it's uh, it's obviously got its 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 uh, its DNA comes from many familiar things. Right, um, right. And Andy Williams probably probably <laughs> at the top of the list. Um, okay, so we're gonna play. Uh, Superstar by the Peppermint Candy Kids. Then we'll play a couple of uh, the Brother Steve Christmas songs. I want to thank you so much for coming on here. Uh, My, so much fun, man. Thank you for letting me talk about it because only some people want me to keep talking about Christmas music. No, yeah. Come up with a, <laughs> come up with a new topic and we can do it. We do stuff in June for like uh, Leon Day, like half Christmas. Or you can come on next Christmas, you know, whatever, just whatever, whenever. Thanks, you want to talk man. Because yeah. it was, you know, we got other. There's a lot of other Christmas songs to talk yeah, about. Of course, right. You have a new top five, so there you go. Oh yeah, so. easy. All right, well, thank you so much. Here is Superstar. Thanks for this having is Jeff Whalen. He's awesome. I love him. Thanks so much for being here. <laughs> Bye, guys. Gonna have a concert in his backyard. Everybody's gonna be there. Gonna have holiday music, music, music filling the air. We got Brother Broder on piano, and Sister Susie on the washboard bass, and Harley on guitar, and a big surprise on vocal, a real familiar face. I tell you, it really is a superstar, superstar. Feeling away behind a mean guitar. He's so great, head don't wait, come on and hear. Superstar. 
sign him up from the Beatles to the Boston Pops. Cause everybody knows in music, 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 man, he's tops. But he don't want to sing with any big name band and travel around every which way. Just wants to give free concerts in his own backyard and have a happy holiday. I tell you folks, he is a superstar, superstar. He's in a way behind a mean guitar. He's so great. Hey, don't wait. Come on again. Superstar. But he don't want to sing with any big name band And travel around every which way Just wants to give free concerts in his own backyard And have a happy holiday I tell you folks, he is a superstar Superstar He's in a way behind a big guitar He's so great Hey, don't wait, come on and hear Come on and hear Come on and hear Superstar Colorful clothes, he's bringing lots of packages with bright red bows. And I wanna know, yeah, I wanna know, cause it's Christmas time, so come on, let's go. And I'm so glad, so glad that it's like a cup
The snow has begun falling Wish you were here with me Packages of loving Underline the tree Memories of past years Warm the rooms inside All I need to make me merry Is you by my side Listen up It's Christmas time Kiss me, my love. 